Welcome to Mile High Magazine with your hosts, Adam Morgan, Murphy Houston, and Melissa Moore. Mile High Magazine takes a look at the issues and people shaping Colorado, presented by the Public Affairs Department of Bonneville, Denver. Now, here's your host, Melissa Moore. Hi, it's Melissa Moore. Thank you for joining me on this Sunday morning for Mile High Magazine. We talk a lot about opioids and the crisis going on in this country. Happy to have with me this morning to talk Susie Stolte, the Director of Marketing and Communications for JP Opioid Interaction Awareness Alliance. Good morning. Good morning, Melissa. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you for being here. From this point on, you said we'll just call it the Alliance. Yes, that will be. (laughs) That will save a lot of tongue twisting. Yes, yes. A big organization, but opioids, obviously a huge problem, not just in this country, but here in the state of Colorado as well. Yeah, so Melissa, a big problem in the country um, as well as in Colorado. So nationally in 2017, about 49,000 people died due to um, an opioid. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, in Colorado, um, our last number was just a little over 2,000 people uh, dying a year. Um, About 1,000 people on average end up in the emergency room every day because of opioid misuse Mm -hmm. or abuse. So it's a big problem. And at the Alliance, our goal is to eliminate um, this epidemic within the next five years. Okay, and before we get to your plans for that, let's define for people who hear the term opioid all the time, and it kind of becomes a wallpaper in a sense that they're like, well, what exactly is an opioid? Because every time I talk about it and we start defining the drugs in this class, people are shocked that it's an actual class of drugs. It absolutely is. It's a scheduled drug. So when you think of opioids, Think of your hydrocodones, and I think um, the most commonly known one is Oxycontin, mm-hmm. and that's the class of of prescription drugs that we're talking about. And then, of course, there's the whole class of illicit drugs, um, heroin, that people get on the street. So if somebody dies from an opioid addiction, whether it be an overdose, uh, complications with the drug, it could be either of those. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. It could so be heroin numbers are in there with the opioid right. numbers as a, a kind of umbrella. So actually what the number I was giving you, the 49,000 mm-hmm. is strictly prescription opioids. Okay. Uh, if you throw um, all the all the numbers in there, the drug-related deaths, um, I believe that number is 72,000. But we, uh, of course, um, at the Alliance are focused on you know, on the prescription drugs. And the interaction piece in our name, Melissa, is about the fact that we want people to understand that using opioids with other prescription drugs or over-the-counter drugs or alcohol can be very dangerous. And the most dangerous interaction of those comes with a class of drugs called benzodiazepines, so people should think Valium, Xanax, Ativan. That's what that class of drugs. And that's um, a very dangerous combination. And it's a very dangerous combination. And uh, those drugs are sometimes prescribed together, and, uh, and doctors give cautions about that, and mm-hmm. the FDA has what's called a black box warning right. on both of those drugs. But a lot of times people, you know, just aren't aware 
of how dangerous it can be. Both of those class of drugs are central nervous system depressants, mm-hmm. and therefore they they cause you to stop breathing. So you can imagine taking two drugs that cause you to stop breathing um, can have, you know, big consequences. So even if somebody does not become addicted to an opioid prescription drug, there are still huge dangers, if I'm hearing you correctly. Even if you're just taking your prescribed amount for the amount of time for pain, if you're taking it and you've got something else going on, well, that's what you're talking about, the interactions. A, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, Melissa. And I can give you uh, an example, and it's a sad one, and it is the genesis of our organization. Mm-hmm. So the JP in our name, Melissa, is actually James Patrick. Um, he is the son of our founders, Don and Karen Hill. And he was taking a prescribed benzodiazepine. Um, he was at his grandmother's house. Um, he couldn't sleep. He went into her medicine cabinet. He found a long leftover opioid, and um, he took it, and it caused him to stop breathing. And they lost him at 26 years old. So one time he did one this time, one time, one time, and it's and it happens. And I know people think, oh, you have to take a lot of them right. and so forth, but it does happen. I'm involved in this organization, Melissa, because. Uh, something similar happened to my daughter, Heidi. We lost her. It's been eight years ago now. And she was taking both prescribed benzodiazepines, prescribed opioids. Um, she got a muscle relaxant. And it was May when we lost her. And she was struggling with her allergies. And she added a Benadryl to that cocktail and... Same thing happened. She stopped breathing, oh, and I'm so sorry. and we lost her. Well, thank you. And we, um, you know, our family, we were very naive. Uh, we didn't know about the opioid epidemic. Again, that was eight years ago, mm-hmm. before the CDC had declared it an epidemic. Right. But what we want is to raise awareness. We want other people to understand that even though these drugs are appropriately prescribed, mm-hmm. that there are risks. And that is, that's our goal, is to raise awareness so people know to ask questions and to be aware that uh, risks exist mm-hmm. and to, you know, as I said, hopefully we're going to put an end to this by um, educating the public. There's so much work going on in Colorado right. about this issue, especially the Colorado Consortium for Prescription Drug Abuse Prevention. You know, they're doing a lot of work. Other groups are doing a lot of work. So we're hopeful that, um, you know, this combination of efforts is going to help reduce um, these large numbers of deaths. Well, and I have to tell you, all the different interviews I've done over the years on opioid use and prevention and talking to your doctor about making sure you're only on them for a short amount of time, I have never heard this come up before. The interaction piece. Yeah. Well, and, you know, one of the things that, you know, we talk about in the Alliance is that within the large numbers of deaths is this subset of deaths that are connected to specifically benzodiazepines and it's becoming more and more of an issue. Um, There have been some doctors, um, some research that, uh, you know, says this is the next epidemic. Mm -hmm. 
And because, as I said, both myself and our founders know this piece of the epidemic so well, you know, we, the Hills just wanted to, you know, start an organization that could um, help people um, understand it. And so often what we see happening is, um, you know, your mother always tells you when you're young to share, Mm -hmm. but you shouldn't share your drugs. And one of the reasons is, you know, if you have an opioid prescription left over from some injury, and your friend says, oh, I twisted my ankle or I hurt my back. I know you have those left. Could I have one? Well, you potentially could be giving your friend that you don't know what he or she is taking a drug that has the potential to end their life. And so, you know, it's not just what you get at the doctor's office, but it's it's that... um, we call it the medicine cabinet problem where mm-hmm. drugs are left over uh, or people share. So, again, we just want people to understand, as you said, you know, use the drugs safely the right amount at the right amount at the right times that you're supposed to take it. Store it safely. Right. JP's story is certainly a story about safe storage that that drug was just sitting in the medicine cabinet. But it's also um, a safe disposal story, which we also talk about, and that is that when you're done with your drugs, if you're not going to take them anymore, um, drop them off at a safe disposal site. And there are many, many of them in Colorado. Um, There's a map on the Colorado Consortium for Prescription Drug Abuse Prevention on their website that will tell you where those um, disposal sites are. And I know I just saw one recently at my pharmacy Yeah, and I was asking about, you know, do I bring in the the bottles? And she goes, do however you You want. want. You can bring them in in a baggie and just throw them in there. You know, we're not here to judge. We just want to be able to give you somewhere to get rid of them. And I thought, how great is that message for not just everybody, but especially parents of kids? The the dangers of having them sit around, as I said, you know, again, people don't realize that, um, you know, they can be dangerous. And so, again, safe use, safe storage, safe right. disposal, you know, sort of the pillars of what we of what we talk about in our organization. Well, and you were telling me that your organization, when we first started this interview, you've got a plan to eliminate this problem in five years. How do you plan on doing that? Yeah. Well, number one, we do a lot of of um, public education. Um, I speak a lot at uh, rotary groups, at community um, events where people want to learn um, about this. Other members of our organization do uh, public speaking. Uh, So that's the first thing Mm -hmm. that we do. The second thing that we do, Melissa, is if you think about it, um, the pharmacist plays a key role in the dispensing of prescription drugs. They are really the last touch point between um, the doctor's prescription and the patient. And so we have a program where we give two scholarships every year, one at the University of Colorado Skaggs School of Pharmacy and the other at here at Regis University's Pharmacy School uh, because we want the next generation of pharmacists to be you know, keenly aware mm-hmm. of this issue and be able to counsel their patients appropriately. Wonderful. So those are the, you know, those are the areas where we put our efforts in terms of how we're going to um, help eliminate this epidemic. And I know you've got a fundraiser happening. Is it next month? It's uh, Friday, June 7th. Okay. 
It is our annual um, Save a Life Golf Tournament um, at the Ridge at Castle Pines. And uh, we would love to have your listeners come and join us. They can visit our website, which is um, jpalliance.org, and look under events. There's a a link there to um, our registration for the golf event. Uh, We, um, individual players, teams, Mm -hmm. uh, sponsors, it's a lot of fun. We have a great day, um, a lot of fun events planned on the course and a lot of great prizes that you can win. But most important, you will be um, helping us to um, save lives, um, learn something about the opioid epidemic, mm-hmm. and hopefully, most importantly, uh, we educate people there about this epidemic so that they go away and can tell their friends. Right. And I would assume this money is going towards your program yes. to help eliminate. Yeah. All the money goes to um, helping us do our our public presentations and to uh, our scholarships. All right. Well, once again, if you're just joining me, I've been talking to Susie Stolte, the Director of Marketing and Communications for JP Opioid Interaction Awareness Alliance. We've been calling it the Alliance. And this whole interview has been, it's kind of a different chapter, I think, on opioids. It's focusing on the drug interactions. It's focusing on a prescription drug and it's focusing on its interaction with other prescription drugs that you may be on. And I mean, I think you've brought up great points. Why don't share the drugs that you have with somebody? Because you don't know what else they may be taking. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things you, you taught me in this interview is how quickly something can happen. Yeah, it only takes uh, it one time. You know, as I said, JP is the, uh, you know, he's the poster boy, uh, unfortunately, for right. that. You know, one benzo. One opioid, uh, you know, he went to sleep. He didn't. Um, he didn't wake up. So it happens. It can happen. Obviously, one time it can happen with longer term use. Mm-hmm. So again, ask your doctor um, about you know taking your prescribed medications uh, with other things. When your doctor asks you what else are you taking, don't be shy about right. sharing that. Whether that is an over-the-counter medication or a prescription medication that you've gotten from another doctor, be sure that you're telling your doctor what you are taking so that he or she can counsel you about how to use those drugs safely. It's frightening to think that if you don't do your part in saying something, what the outcome could be. Well, and I think one of the things that we, you know, we really try to focus on is that as consumers in this country, you know, we, if you go out to buy a car or a new appliance, people do all of this research, right? Right. To see and do a comparison and they want to get the most information they can to make sure that they're, you know, getting the best deal. Well, when you're taking uh, prescription medications, you should be that diligent also. Um, in researching and understanding what your doctor is giving you. Yes, um, you know, what they're giving you is safe uh, because it's, you know, it's regulated, it's scheduled, but know, um, you know, know what you're doing with it, know what else you're taking so that, you know, you're well-educated and can keep yourself and your family members and Mm -hmm. your friends safe. Well, great place to end on. Thank you so much here for being with us. And next month again is the Save a Life Golf Tournament at the Ridge in Castle Pines. And to buy your tickets or if you'd like to see a group get together, the website again? Is 
jpopioidalliance.org. Look under events and you'll see a link to our registration there. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here this morning. Susie Stolte, the Director of Marketing and Communications for JP Opioid Interaction Awareness Alliance. We've been calling it the Alliance. I'm Melissa Moore. Thank you for joining me on this Sunday morning for Mile High Magazine. And for more information, go to our website. You can also listen to the podcast again and pass that along as well.